going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're back with another out of this world review. Oh, yeah. But we're bringing it back to the world. <laughs> back down to Earth. We found this review out in orbit and we brought it down with us. Yeah. Back to Soviet controlled Kazakhstan. We're doing a request. We're uh, we're doing Sputnik, a Russian sci-fi movie that came out this year, actually, too. It's pretty recent. Man, this movie was $7 to rent. It was a $7 rental. I saw that and I was like, hmm, this better be worth it. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do about anything for you listeners. Yeah. We're going to spoil this, so if you haven't watched it, go pay $7 and watch it. I mean, you don't, you don't have to. You could just listen. If you want, it's up to you, yeah. You could save your money. I think I know what Dan's <laughs> review is going to be here. <laughs> but, all right, who wants to give us the lowdown on Sputnik? What, what is Sputnik? I'll do it. The lone survivor of an enigmatic spaceship incident hasn't returned back home alone. Hiding inside his body is a dangerous creature. Yep, there it is. You know... Looking at the uh, the like cover art for this, I thought the creature was going to be a lot bigger than it actually was. Yeah, that's what the trailer picture made me think, too. It's what the trailer makes you think, too, if you watched it, because it spoils the movie. Just saying. I did not watch the trailer. I try to avoid trailers because they just, like, spoil everything. They do. It's a weird thing because a lot of times when they give away things like that in the trailer it's because the production company has no faith in the movie doing good so they're like we got to drum up interest by giving away spoilers but on the other hand then you get a bunch of people who are like why did you do this <laughs> you spoiled it for us it's a weird balance like i mean i i can see it but i don't agree with it it just happens, man. It's all over the place. That's why I try to not watch trailers at all. Unless it's something that looks interesting or sounds interesting and it's from a guy I don't know. If it's from a director, I don't know. Or if I'm forced to watch it before like a movie at the theater. But I haven't had to do that in a while, so... Yeah, no, you're safe for now. So I had never seen this trailer. But uh, what, what does it give away in the trailer? The alien that it's inside him, that he brings it back, uh, that it gets out and kills people. That's kind of like the whole premise, though. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. That's the whole movie. <laughs> but it's not like a twist. You, like, there's, it's like they've introduced that thing pretty quick. They do, yeah, but they show stuff from the end of it, too. It's. I would have just preferred it. They didn't show any of it. You know, how how much better would it be? If they didn't show any of that and you just go in there and you're like, the little alien comes out and you're like, oh, <laughs> holy crap, this is what this is going to be. <laughs> that would have been a lot better, I think. Why did you watch the trailer? Because it looked good. It looked interesting. I watch a lot of movie trailers for stuff because I'm like, this sounds neat. And so I watched it and then it's like, 
I do want to see it still, but I wish now that I hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah, I had not seen the trailer. I had not even heard of this movie until you guys, I like got back from taking my dog outside. You're like, we're watching Sputnik, Mike. And then even then I didn't remember because I had to ask Terry a couple days later. I was like, what movie are we watching? <laughs> Sputnik. Yeah, th- if you didn't know, this movie is about the little ball with the little antenna on it they sent into space. Mm. It's not quite about that that would be like the best pixar movie ever if they like put little eyes on it and it like went around the earth and was like super happy and made friends with like floating space junk and some like you know solar bodies i mean that that would make more sense than this movie because this movie has nothing to do with sputnik okay i got i've got the explanation for this Sputnik means like um like a traveling companion. I think that's what it means. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah, so it does actually make sense. I think it's pretty clever. That is pretty clever. I agree <laughs> now. I didn't know it was a word. I thought it was just a name. <laughs> that's what I assumed too until I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, this has nothing to do with that little thing they sent out there. But then, yeah, turns out, <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of a cool name for it, I think. Yeah. I agree. Let's dive into this, shall we? Yeah, let's get in there. Yeah, what do you guys think of Sputnik? You know, based on the trailer image, I gotta say this movie was not what I thought it was gonna be. But don't get me wrong, I wasn't terribly disappointed, but it was not what my expectations were. What did you expect? I was expecting a lot more sci-fi horror and a lot less tense romance. This movie's really more of like a mystery drama than a horror movie, I'd say, with some light sci-fi elements. I thought it was going to be like Alien, yeah, with the alien like breaking loose or something and trying to kill everybody, but... I figured it would be too, though it does happen. You do get that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not that good. <laughs> it's just the typical fare at that point. I do like the setup, though. I think it's kind of cool, like... When they first are, like, out in space and they, like, hear something outside the hole. And then that guy's just, like, staring out the window, shell-shocked. Ooh, that was pretty awesome. I like that quite a bit. Was tense. With the head peeking around the corner. That was pretty sweet. I don't know. The setup's cool, and I like the idea of... I, always, I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, too, that I like that trope of them, like, science people studying some strange thing that they don't understand. I do like that trope, but... This movie does, like, slow down a whole lot after that, and (laughs) I don't know, it kind of loses me a bit. There's a reason for that. This movie wants to be a rival, but it definitely isn't. (laughs) You know, let me say, I guess I I haven't seen a rival, Ah, let's not spoil that one. We will not spoil that. Needless to say, Fox, don't worry, this is nothing like a rival. (laughs) You can tell, though, because the color palette they use, the opening setup with the psychologist. I don't remember what Tatiana is, technically. I guess she is. At first, I thought she was like a nurse or something, but I guess, yeah, she's a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. She's something with the brain-related functions. So, the setup is very similar to Arrival with how she gets involved kinda i mean they put a little bit of twist on it to make it different but the whole first part of this is like they want to be a rival and they want to 
they're trying to set it up with a deeper meaning and all that stuff, right? But then, well, by the <laughs> the halfway point in the end of the movie, they're kind of like, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> we're going to be a discount alien. But to be fair, it wasn't really hitting it either. So I felt like a lot of the problem was that it was just like, I felt like it was marketed different. Like if I had known that it was going to be like a drama going in, I probably wouldn't have tried to put it in that alien box so much. More of like a, I don't know, a different box. <laughs> a separate alien box. Your other alien box. I, I try not to categorize things when I go in. That way I don't like have a preconceived notion or anything. So, but it still did. It didn't impress me. Like, the idea is neat. It's a neat idea, but what they did with it was the typical fare. It doesn't... Well, it's hard to explain, so I'll I'll just set it up. So the guy comes back. He's got an alien in him. The alien comes out at a certain time during the night to eat, and it's slowly getting accustomed to the Earth environment or whatever. They think that the cosmonaut um, doesn't know that the alien's there, but he does know, and he can see, I guess, what it's doing and stuff when it's out running around. So that setup is pretty cool. It's a neat idea, but they <laughs> they fail to explore any meaningful topics with it, really. Instead, it just turns into the movie you've seen about, oh, the girl falls in love with a bad dude. Is she going to be able to change him or not? I never really got the vibe that they're like in love, to me at least. I, I just thought she was trying to help him. Yeah, same. Why do you think she tried to break him out? Because she's like felt guilty about like the murdering of like the prisoners and stuff. And like he was obviously having a hard time. Like, they were totally, like, those. there were some really uh, charged moments in there. Like, hardcore, like... Like what? Like, whenever he, like, gets, like goes to strangle her in, like, the hospital room there, you know? That was, like, some hardcore Fifty Shades of Grey, like, scene right there. Let, let, let's go back to what Terry mentioned, because this was a big point I wanted to bring up. That Tatiana was getting all bent out of shape because they were killing lots of people there. This is an interesting moral dilemma um, that they do explore somewhat in this film, which is good. What's happening is that the guy in charge is bringing in a bunch of convicts who have raped and murdered and killed people, right? And he's feeding them to the alien when it comes out of the cosmonaut at night. But Tatyana's like, nah, you can't be doing this. This is, this is bad. So she's like, I'm going to break the guy out of prison, essentially, who has an alien inside him that nobody knows what it's capable of doing or what it's going to become when it is done gestating or whatever it's doing. She's like, let's risk bringing him to Moscow and risk the rest of Russia because I don't like that they're feeding criminals to the thing. I feel like that is not a great exploration of the moral dilemma. <laughs> Does anybody agree with me on that? Well, I feel like there was some more context there with like the setting and this being a Russian film. 
like Tatiana knows that like the review board is obviously going to be opposed if they ever show up to this place. And I think she kind of comes across as at least a mild supporter of the Communist Party at the time. And like is clearly on board with like the morals of the broader government that say what the general guy is doing is wrong. I don't know, because she made that one snide comment to the other doctor there or whatever, jokingly or something like, that's not very party-like of you. Well, that's true. And that's why I say like a mild supporter, because like, it would seem that like the broader party are better people than the general, because the general guy is what I always think of when I think of like 80s communist party people. But I guess he's like going to be branded as a criminal amongst them. For what he's doing. Yeah, he's risking it all. For making a weapon for some reason. Yeah, so that that was all dumb. We didn't need that. His character would have been much more interesting if they left that crap out. Um, and he's just doing it because he's like, I'm trying to protect people from something we don't know what it is. And I'm using every method I have um, to figure out what this thing is. That would have been much more interesting, would have been a much more interesting character besides being the Bond guy. Oh, I'm going to make a weapon out of it. Of course you are. He was cooler before that moment, yeah, when he was like, he had some pretty interesting parts where it was like, um, what did he say? It was a cool line where he's like, I don't get, I don't believe in orders, you know, he, he something like that. I was like, that's interesting. That's a cool, but you know, in his roundabout way he does, like he just, he doesn't believe in orders, but he believes in forcing people to stay you know yeah. like whether they want to or not which is kind of fun yeah we kind of got sidetracked let's get back to that moral dilemma because i think this is a big failure of the movie because it's not like the guy's being treated poorly there he's in prison but he's being treated as good as he can because he has a symbiote of unknown origins inside him it's like i think one thing kind of outweighs the other in this scenario. If you're trying to look at it in a grounded, realistic view, which is what the first half of this movie is trying to do. I do believe the plan, though. She had the chemical. They were going to, like, separate them before they left, but they kind of got their hand forced by the getting captured by the guards. So I think they were going to get rid of the alien. No, no, no. She wanted to take them and drag them out to some area in the middle of nowhere in Russia and inject them there and then take them to a hospital. And that's still the same issue. If the alien gets out there, then it's going to go running around in Russia. Well, it can only live for an hour. So she's like, well, we can save you, but they can't save the alien. But they didn't know that was the thing. They were pretty sure. They say that he can't survive outside the body. Yeah, but it was. They also say that it's been staying out longer and longer, and it's adapting. They keep saying it's adapted. It can hear now. It sees. Well, it's a gamble for certain. Yeah, it's a it's a big gamble. Let's loose this thing outside of the containment zone where it can get to the general populace. That seems like a very dumb idea, just to break this one dude out of prison, cosmonaut or not. It it just. When you have a movie like this, where it's go trying to go for moral dilemmas and psychological, like, arguments and stuff, I say tries to because it abandons it pretty quickly. It feels like, it feels disingenuous to have a character who, <laughs> who thinks like that, especially when she's 
want, she's set up to be this, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes as well kind of person. I think doing whatever it takes would mean leaving the dude where he's safe and where the population of Russia is also safe. Well, her whole character was like, I'm going to take big risks to get the results I want out of this and help people. And she was trying to help him. Not the rest um, of Russia? Well, they had determined that it had to go back inside within an hour. That was like... They weren't sure. Like like Fox said, it was a gamble they were taking. And that's They a, seemed pretty sure. They knew eventually it would be acclimated, but I don't think it was close yet. Well, and they knew they'd be followed out there by the general. They just thought they'd have more time that the other scientists would delay them longer. Yeah, well, they had to do something or else it was going to get out of control anyway, so... They took a gamble. I don't see what's so bad about that. I don't think it is disingenuous to the story. Taking it out of the controlled environment, where if it did get out of control, they could at least deal with it in a deal with it there, where they have like the everything set up to deal with it. That is much better than letting it come out in the middle of nowhere in Russia where it could adapt and then go run around and get the populace. Well, it did come out in the base, and they apparently were not equipped to deal with it, as we saw. When? When? When it came out in the base and murdered all the soldiers. It came out in the base because they let it out there, outside of the containment zone. But they still weren't equipped to handle it in the end. But it's better than being running around and eating some farm family. It murdered a lot of soldiers in there. <laughs> they, I mean, they stopped it, though. They shot the thing and got it in a cage and then brought it over there. That's probably what would have happened either way, though. Yeah, they were going to chase him no matter what. They did say they were going to kill him if they couldn't control it. Yeah, exactly. So it seems silly to me to take it out of the base and let it run free and take that gamble when they showcased at the end that they could stop the thing even if it got out in the base outside the containment zone. Well, she really wanted to save the guy's life, you know, and not let him die. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like to me, I don't buy I don't buy that with how they set up her character. It's like I'm going to risk Russia for this dude. That's why the love story angle that they go with doesn't work for me and i think it was a bad decision well part of why they took him out there and they were gonna do it outside was they needed time to get him to a doctor too but all that could have been avoided if they just left him there to be murdered he wouldn't necessarily been murdered well how were they gonna separate it they didn't want to use any of her like new age tactics that were like slowly making it work she didn't tell him that she figured out how to separate it. Because they wouldn't let him go to a hospital. They could have treated him on the base with the medical staff. They're obviously keeping that one dude alive who had half his head eaten off by the thing. Kind of seemed like they weren't going to keep him alive on the base. I didn't get that. I mean, they were they were giving him everything he could have, basically. They weren't at first, either. The The, the doctor lady, like force them practically to move him to a better room. They're just keeping him in like a gray cage with glass. I think part of it was there was a clash of morals and ideals between the general and uh, the 
the nurse lady or psychiatrist, whatever she is. I don't remember her name either. Tatiana. Tatiana, yeah. The general wanted a weapon out of this thing. He didn't give uh, a care about the guy. He just wanted a weapon out of the alien. She actually cares about the guy and wants to help him separate from the alien. So there's a clash of the morals there and ideals, what they want. They introduce the weapon aspect too late in the film, though, because she's already made up her mind by that point that she's going to do it. And that's just like further confirmation for her that, okay, yeah, now I'm definitely going to get this guy out of here. If they would have introduced that earlier, as much as I don't like that, I think it would have made that character decision make more sense for me. I don't think it was too late. It was uh, she had to kind of force herself in to figure out what was going on because she wanted to know how best to treat him. And then she found out that they only want uh, the alien inside him for a weapon. Well, she didn't figure that out at first. The first thing she figured out was they were they were eating people. And then that's when she started having the, okay, I need to get this guy out of here, which to me doesn't make sense with how her character was set up. And then they're like, okay, she's falling for the bad guy, so she's got to try and change him. I don't feel like she was trying to change the cosmonaut. Yeah, I didn't get the love angle at all here. I mean, I get the love angle, but I don't get the changing angle. Taking him out, removing the symbiote that's making him a bad person. Is it making him a bad person? It's symbolic of that, like... I don't want to say trope because it happens in real life a lot of the time, too, but it's it's symbolic of that. She's got to separate what makes him bad so that way she can be with the good person that's within him. I don't really feel like it makes him bad, though. It doesn't, <laughs> but that's why it's symbolic. So it doesn't, but it symbolizes that it does. The alien is the bad part, and she wants to get rid of the bad part. By changing him. I don't think it's inherently evil. I think it's just like an animal, you know? It needs to feed. Yeah, I don't know. You guys can read it that way. I did not see the love angle at all, but, like, I don't... I I don't want to sound like I'm defending it too much, because I do have some issues with it. Like, what you were saying with the, the weapon thing, I thought that was a kind of a lame... Like, of course, that's what they want to do with it. Um, Some of the twists, like, don't feel like they matter. Like, when he's like, oh, I knew the whole time that this alien was doing this stuff. It's like, Okay, I felt like a shocker moment, but I was like, why is that even a story element here? I don't understand. Why did we have to make it a surprise, you know? Like, either he does know or he doesn't, but it seems weird to, like, have that being fooled to the audience, I guess. It's also dumb that he didn't tell her everything right from the start. That's another movie trope, because they wouldn't have half the movie if they didn't do that. It kind of seems like a classic Soviet like era trope. It reminds me a lot of watching Chernobyl, where they have the, the HBO series, where they have one scientist who represents all the hundreds of scientists who actually worked on it. And basically the military's like, hey, you got to go in, tell us how bad it is, and you know, we'll help you do it. And she goes in and nobody wants to help her. And when she finally like figures out how bad it is, the military's like, hmm... No, I don't think it's that bad. You can't be going around and saying that, you know. Uh, we're going to find somebody else, I think, who uh, says something else. Wow. <laughs> Which is really what I felt like the guy was doing to her in this movie. Like, the military doesn't want the scientists that have been, like, assigned by the Communist Party to come in and see what they're doing. But they, like, put on the air of being okay with it. 
to make nice with the party and not be, you know, off to themselves. Okay, so there's like a weird twist at the end that I just did not understand, like, what the point of it was. There's this weird setup throughout the movie about that the cosmonauts got a son that, like, he didn't know about until right before he left to space. And he feels really guilty about this or something. Um, and we keep getting, like, scenes of this kid. We think it's this kid, at least. Um, just sitting in a wheelchair, like, waiting and, like, trying to get this box. And eventually, at the end... Uh, we find out that it was actually Tatiana who was sitting there, and she goes to adopt uh, the cosmonaut's son. And it's like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. This is my big problem with the movie. That was so stupid. Like, I can't figure out, yeah, what What are they trying to say here, exactly? I don't, there's, I don't feel like there's anything. Yeah, it feels like a weird reveal for no reason. <laughs> that's just, that's all there is. Do it. Yeah. You could have cut all those little kid scenes and that little reveal at the end and nothing about this movie would have changed. There was only one scene that I remember that kind of maybe justified it, but it it could have all been taken out. I agree. When he was like losing control um, of the alien at one point when he was trying to control it, she was like, hey, remember your son. Don't you want to, to help your son or something like that? So it was to like try and bring him back to reality, ground him down. But that could have been done in a much better way. That doesn't explain why we're seeing her. We could have saw the little kid, which you thought it was the little kid the whole time. Yeah, it just seems so weird. I don't mind the angle. Yeah, of him having a son, I think that's an okay like twist. Yeah, that that was neat when she came in and started grilling him about it. That was that was when the movie was still interesting. <laughs> Maybe like because it doesn't really come up. Like I don't. She she. I never felt like she was aggressive towards him because she grew up in an orphanage and knows what it's like or something like that. You know, it never came across that way to me. There's never seemed like well, she hates this guy for no reason kind of thing. Like they don't do that at all either. She even apologizes for being mean to him later. Like she was nothing but sympathetic and empathetic. <laughs> the end just baffled me i thought i missed something like i was like reading the wikipedia plot summary i was like wait what <laughs> i like zone out for a second but no i don't think i did mike mentioned something i wanted to talk about too um he mentioned the guy controlling the alien Do, does anybody else here think that that was entirely stupid especially at the very end where he makes that stupid noise. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I think the alien was making a noise and he was like silently screaming at the same time it was making a noise. What? Whatever it was, that was terrible. They should not have done that because that was just awkward and hilarious in a not good way. It's just bad. I hated that they made him to where he could control the alien. I thought that was stupid. Guess I didn't feel like that he was controlling it so much as that they were like of one will. Like they both wanted to kill the general and the soldiers and escape. I think it was a a give and take. Like he could kind of control it at times, but then he couldn't always do it. It influenced it sometimes. Yeah, just like nudge it in the right direction. Yeah, they were like sharing some kind of conscious or some kind of consciousness together. I thought that's where the movie was building to was that he was slowly like learning how to control it and he was going to escape on his own or something. But 
They don't actually really do that. Yeah, at the end, I guess he kind of, yeah, he has that connection and wakes it up to come kill the guy, but... It's... I I didn't like it at all. It's like, once again, they could have done something more interesting with that. But all they do is they use it for him to tell it to go eat people. I'm like, really? Okay, whatever. Go have your fun, I suppose. I don't mind watching people's heads explode, so at least there's that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I liked him control, yeah, or like influencing it, but yeah, I just wish they would have been doing that throughout the movie. That would have been nice. I did like the music in this, though. I thought it was pretty good with like the really loud like drums and percussion and stuff. That was pretty cool. Very intense. Yeah, that was good. They had some kind of like Nolan noises in there sometimes. Kind of like Nolan, yeah, something like that. It's very loud, but pretty cool. I love that that sound has become known as the Nolan noise. <laughs> Shouldn't it be the Hans Zimmer noise? It probably should be. I just think of all like the Nolan trailers, they always have it. Not just those. After Inception came out, it was every movie trailer started with boom, boom. Like Blade Runner. Oh. everything i'm like come on it's another guardians of the galaxy thing it worked for this doesn't mean you have to ape it for every movie afterwards that comes out and dan's so feisty he is feisty today <laughs> he's he's riled up lots of hot takes tonight he's doling them out he's oprah hot take for you hot take for you you know i think this movie had some cool shots in it too yeah it looked really good there's some interesting stuff, and like the color correction or the color grading on it was really nice. I liked that quite a bit. Yeah, I will agree. The color really was influenced from Arrival for this movie. It, I would say even ripped off. Is that a hot take? <laughs> Maybe. I feel like it's hard to rip a color scheme in a movie. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's just like the trend of the times. A lot of movies look like that this, these days. But this looks exactly like Arrival. Orange and blue. I mean, you know, you can't argue with those two colors. I'll say some of the the shots were good. I mean, it's, well, it's competently made for the most part. I wasn't, like, impressed by much of it. I will say, though, I did notice a lot of poor editing in the film. Like, there are a lot of shots where I... It's hard to describe what happened. It 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 seemed like when they would cut, like the the shot would like zoom in from one side like extremely fast and then focus in on it a few times during the film. It was it was really weird. Hmm. It's like it was slamming into the frame. It is it's just really weird. And there's a lot of like one second cuts or less even to look at a character's face and then go back is that wasn't necessary is is weird did anybody else notice that i thought maybe it was the stream but i rewound it and it did it in the exact same spot again so i was like that's weird i haven't seen that happen before no i didn't notice that at all i don't know what you're talking about yeah yeah i didn't notice any of that is weird i could show you if we got like if I wanted to pay money to get it again, it was in the, um, I think I remember exactly where it was now is when they, the cosmonaut was taking her around to show her like 
all the dead bodies and stuff, and they were talking in there, having a little heart-to-heart. It started doing it in there, that weird, like, slamming it into focus from the side of the screen. It was, it was just weird. I don't know, but, yeah, I didn't... Besides that weird thing, I didn't like a lot of the way the cuts were done in this. They were very... Mm, they're very quick and unnecessary, I think, because there's no there's no action going on, which is usually where you would see those type of cuts. What did you like about it, Dan? Let's hear something positive. Uh, the first half was decent. It was when up until they got to the um point where they take her in the jeep to see them eating people's heads. After that. It just went downhill for me. I was like, this is junk. Everything before that is all right. <laughs> it was ripping off Arrival a lot, but I mean, that's a good source to rip from, I guess, <laughs> if you want to. Tatiana was interesting um, until that halfway point, and then everything kind of just imploded from there. That is kind of where it lost me, too. Yeah, it's just the... Because that's when they start doing the weird twists and turns, and I'm like, why do we even need this to be a twist or a turn? Like, I don't understand. What did you guys think of the alien itself, though? Did you guys like it? Okay, you know, I did feel like it was a little bit of a rip, I will say. Of what? Alien Covenant. The pale alien. Oh, the pale alien. Yeah, you know how it's like the first like version of the alien in that one? Oh, yeah. And it's like kind of like white-ish and not black and sleek with the big head and the long tail it reminded me a lot and like the little uh little mini legs underneath its body kind of reminded me of like the face hugger design like a big face hugger i liked that it was dragging half its body around whenever it would move somewhere i did like that they love that trail of ooze that was awesome it was it was gross and like snake worm slug like which was a nice change at first, I thought it was, like, still attached to his, like, stomach or whatever. Like, it was just trailing out, you know? Like, just still connected. Uh-huh. I was like, that's cool. But then, no, it's just unattached the whole time. But that would have been cool if it was still attached. I thought that was kind of neat, but they didn't. It's just a sludge trail, which that's cool, I guess, too. As cool as a sludge trail can be, I guess. I liked the alien, though. I thought it looked fine, yeah. It did kind of, I think you're right, Fox. It kind of looked like a face huggery kind of thing. Definitely had an alien vibe to it, but... It grew on me. At first, I thought it looked kind of weird. I liked how it could like kind of like stretch itself out and get bigger and smaller and stuff. Yeah, I'm fine with it kind of looking like uh, the face hugger. Maybe it's paying a little tribute to it, you know. It even has like a weird face in its stomach or something, doesn't it? Like it's got like a... Did I see teeth or something in there? It's like whole body is like a giant mouth from the looks of it. Yeah. It eats everything. I like just a little like whiskers he had on his mouth. <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were teeth or not, but it looked kind of goofy. Like a walrus, you know, he's got little stuff coming down. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with you guys there. I did like the way the alien looked. Um, It's hard to make an alien nowadays because you've got all the iconic ones. And it is hard to make something that's not human-like but still alien and make it work in a movie, though they don't, like, give it anything cool to do, really, which was unfortunate. But the design is solid. I, I did like 
I really like that it was dragging half its body around because you don't really see that too often. Mm, well, are we ready for some overall presentation then? I'm ready. I'm ready for a story. Oh, well, that's interesting because I think I've got one. But first, <gasps> I'll tell the scale. Our scale goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We all give a little uh, summary of what we think about the movie, then we try to average all our scores out at the end if we possibly can. But, you know, sometimes we all pick different things and that causes issues. So take from that as you will, I suppose. Um, this movie did kind of remind me about something. You know, me and Mike, we've, we've roomed together a couple of times. You know, we've lived together. Um, it's true, true. And I've noticed, like, at night sometimes, like, I'd hear weird noises coming from Mike's room. I'd look in there and I'd just see, like, uh -oh. this strange, I don't know how to describe it, almost alien-esque beast climbing out of his mouth um, and kind of just walking around doing its own thing. And, you know, at first I was kind of disconcerted, but after a while I kind of just accepted it as like the third roommate, you know, he just kind of was there. Um, I started to notice he'd always go to Mike's computer, he'd pull up his microphone, he'd get on his laptop, and he'd just start recording. I always thought that was kind of weird, but I didn't want to bug him, you know, it's none of my business. <laughs> but one day, the computer was still left open, and that file was there, and I couldn't resist, I had to listen. And you know what that file said? What did it say? Mike will go first. Mike will go first. It just said that over and over again. So. It talks. <laughs> it does talk. It must have adapted. You know, I didn't hate this movie at all. I actually kind of somewhat enjoyed watching it. It's not amazing, but it, I thought it was a fun little sci-fi flick. It could have been better in some spots. And uh, there's some more stuff that I wanted out of this, like maybe some, some more alien action. Maybe just a little bit more quicker in some areas, maybe a little bit more character development. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. This is like this guy's first major movie, I think. And I thought it was pretty solid for a first um, venture into sci-fi and film that he's got going. And so, yeah, I'd be interested to see what he does next. This is seven bucks on Amazon currently. I would say rent it at like four or five dollars. Um, but I don't feel like I didn't get my money's worth out of it. So soft watch from Mike. Yeah. You know, like Mad Mike, I, I definitely didn't hate this movie and I generally enjoyed it. It was a good watch with the fiance. I think it kind of turned out to be a decent date night movie, even though that wasn't at all what our expectation going into it was. But that said, um, it is a Russian film and I feel like whenever we do these foreign films, there's always like a piece of context that I'm missing. And I do think it would help to have that. So I might watch some more Russian films after this. So thanks for mm. that, Sputnik. I'm going to give it a soft watch. I would not say to rent it for $7. Definitely wait for that $4 drop if you're going to do it. But it's not a bad, bad movie at all. Decent evening spent, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty mixed on this one. I think there's some cool ideas, but it never really goes in a interesting direction with it they always hint at something kind of cool i feel like but it never quite goes all the way with the idea i like the the alien i think the alien's pretty cool uh it's kind of creepy even at times but honestly i was kind of bored throughout a lot of this which i was kind of surprised by i thought it'd be a little more interesting um i'm gonna give it a pass i just i don't know it just didn't hook me very much um it did at the beginning i think the beginning's really strong but it does lose a lot of steam for me at the end with a lot of strange plot twists and 
the ending itself is just so weird and does not make any sense. So, at least to me. So I'm just, I'm going to give it a pass. I think. Yeah, echoing TV. The the beginning of this film is the best part. It sets everything up pretty nicely, and then it keeps you guessing without revealing too much to you. But once it hits that halfway mark and she sees the alien eat people for the first time. Oh boy, it goes downhill fast. Um, we talked about it. I had a lot of a lot of issues with character motivations, um, story decisions that they made with this. And I know two of the other hosts, we talked about the whole love angle in this, and if it's there or not. For me, I I I saw that, and that's probably what I took away as one of the stronger points from this film, and I thought that was not a good way to do it. I didn't like that at all, but even if that's not what you get out of it, I don't think the moral dilemmas and like the questions they set up are really worth watching this movie for, honestly. They're not very good, and I don't think characters act how they were set up in the first half of the film. This wasn't that great. Uh, and it turns into the typical monster mash at the end. So if you're hoping for Arrival, which they were clearly inspired by from the color palette and the first half of the movie, uh, you're not going to get that. It's going to sacrifice any ideas they had to make bad choices. I'm going to say a pass on this one as well. It's not bad, but there's enough in here to not like that I'd say. It's not worth your time either. Well, we've done it again. We hit that spot um, somewhere in between <laughs> categories here. So uh, a watch or a pass, you, you choose. You decide. It's up to you, listener. But thanks for the recommendation. Uh, we appreciate it. It was a interesting watch at the very least. I wasn't entirely disappointed. I I will give it that. It was interesting. Yeah, thanks. Keep sending them in. Yeah. What was the last recommendation we did? I don't think I liked that one either. Society. <laughs> oh, yeah, you hated that. <laughs> God, that was awful. Oh, I'm sorry, Sputnik. You're not as bad as that movie. I would watch this anytime over that crap. Oh, now I feel bad for crapping on this. Oh, man. So for next week, we're going to do another request. Ooh, that's right. Two in a row. Can you believe it? We're actually doing it. Um, We're going to do Headhunter. The Headhunter. Oh, the Headhunter. But we're finally getting around to it. So I'm excited. This movie looks really cool. It does look cool. If it If it's bad, I can at least say that the production looks real good from the photos. <laughs> that guy's <laughs> armor looks awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. It it was on my radar for a while, but I did forget about it until I was perusing our list of recommendations. So we're back and we're coming for your head next week. But in the meantime, if any of you listeners out there want to get in contact with us, um, Tell us your thoughts about Sputnik, if you liked it or not. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. 
Let us know your thoughts about these movies. Do you like Sputnik? Do you think it was pretty good? Were you kind of on the other side of things? You just think it's kind of iffy? We want to know everything. Do you watch Russian movies? Yeah, what other good Russian movies are there? Recommend some Russian movies. I've seen two on this show now, and I wasn't a huge fan of either one of them. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've seen four total, and, you know... Well, wait, no, Solaris was good. Yeah. Solaris was okay. Even great, I would say. But anyways, <laughs> let's just keep moving here. <laughs> we gotta end it here. <laughs> oh, I could do this all day. I was just thinking, I had this tangent in mind. I got and... hot takes <laughs> for days. We're, we're, we're getting out of here. Yeah, please get in contact with us. We'd really appreciate it. Let us know what you think of the movies and whatnot. Thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. This is Run The Real, signing off.